0: Alright, let's just run it then. Okay. Let's kick it off.
1: Dude, he was 5'10, but his dick was like I don't know,
0: 10-7? I keep shaking my head too much and it's making my butt go crazy. Oh,
2: Jinzy is short.
0: spread for daddy ladies and gentlemen boys and girls that was way too close to my face welcome back to garbage time we have almost a full house today chris will be joining us later but i'm james i'm joined today by drew and zach how are we doing guys good. good 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 what's up james drinking a smoothie wearing a jersey that james doesn't have you know the usual yeah fuck yeah. me apparently I mean, well, like, I wish whatever. so let's let's get into some Listen, if you can't make up with the boys we, excuse me talking so, yeah i don't care Sir? Sir? <laughs> Let's get into some brief news we kind of touched on during garbage. Nope, to show. That's the show. Washington released Alex Smith after his comeback player of the year season. Justin Simmons gets a franchise tag. 27, five interceptions. Great move by them in my opinion. But Drew, I want to hear what you think about the Alex Smith release. That was a mutual parting of ways.
2: Yeah, I, I think that Washington is is better off trying to find a quarterback for the future. I think Alex Smith is better off going to a team that's going to appreciate him for now and be able to protect him a little bit better than Washington was able to. I yeah. mean, he got hurt again after coming back.
1: So,
2: I mean, he needs to go and find someone there with a rock-solid offensive line that's decent quarterback play away from being semi-contender-ish. I could agree. I, mean, I said yeah, this the
1: show, show. Oh, sorry, Zach, go ahead. No, it's all right. I was going to say, yeah, totally agree. Packershaw's terrible quarterback play.
2: Uh, yeah, ahead, it, it, it was an MVP quarterback play or anything <laughs>
0: yeah anyway yeah, Jesus, yeah.
2: Cut the tension on this
0: one uh, so got- I said that I think he's just got to accept the fact that he is in a developmental role like he's going to be the guy who trains the next guy like yeah, the next- kind season.
2: of in a Ryan Fitzpatricky stage of his career I feel that's like that's what I said uh, yeah I think he's just kind of gonna have to accept that He'll get a couple more games of playing time, but he's not going to find a
0: starting job somewhere, I don't think. No, no I mean, I, I highly doubt that. Maybe maybe for the beginning of the year, but long-term, yeah. no. I don't no. see it.
2: Two years from now,
0: he's he's going to be retired. But he had, his, he had his big moment, which we're all happy for. And just coming back at all is
2: beyond impressive. So, you know, good for him. If he can find somewhere else that he can mentor a young guy and make a transition easier for someone, then that's great. If not – he had a great career, he did some awesome stuff, and you get to have a happy life with his family.
0: So let's talk about a couple other releases that happened. Lamarcus Joyner gets cut by the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Not going to say I'm necessarily shocked about Ooh. that. He was fine deep, but they need someone who's going to be able to fully cover the entire last third of the field, which we'll get to today. But that's not. Him. And then Carlos Dunlap gets cut by the Seahawks, but oh, is that. likely to resign because that's just a cap. I don't know how that actually works. Well, I think if you
1: if they cut you, your contract null and void. And then mm. when you resign, it just it's like a clean slate, I guess. That's my guess. But
0: sorry, we're going over four teams today or next four before free agency opens. I think next week, seventeenth, yeah, just over one week away. My birthday, yay! Drew's birthday. Yep. Free agency is your birthday.
2: Yep. Yeah, dude. Oh my god!
0: And St. Patrick's Day. Uh, well, it's just St. Patrick's a Patrick's Day. You
2: know, of days.
0: So today we're going to be going over Washington, Miami, Las Vegas, and Arizona. Hot team of the minute with JJ Watt. Arizona ticks. Well, so let's start with Washington. They are the last playoff team we had. Right now, they are sitting with the nineteenth overall pick and 54 million in cap. They are in a perfect position to step forward into the future, especially yeah. with a weak NFC East division. Absolutely.
2: Barring the Cowboys and Dak Prescott coming back, that they still have major holes to fill. The Eagles just transitioning to Jalen Hurts at quarterback. And The Giants are the Giants, so there's that. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. They got the cap room. They got decent pick right in the middle of the round. If they play it well, then they'll definitely be stepping forward into being a contender a lot
0: sooner than may otherwise have been possible. Zach, we have a question in the comments for you. Did you turn off your camera because you look like the guy from The Hangover? (laughs) Um, I'm not gonna
1: confirm or deny that. Um, but my first name is in fact Zach and so- It lines
0: up, Zach and Zach, Zach Alphanakis. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I mean, listen. I'm listening. You tell me. <laughs> dude, we need the big beard back. That would be the killer. Yeah. Oh my wow. god, I know
1: I missed the big beard.
0: <sighs> R.I.P. Dude, R.I.P. to like whatever the hell's going on up here. Wow. You got some locks, dude. You got some lettuce.
1: Yeah, it's but it's like yeah.
0: it's like old lettuce. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it's like a fur. way too many times. Yeah, it's Washington. like when you
0: find a bag of romaine in like the back of your fridge. Oh, dude, no. oh god, what? Yeah. Ew! Got that weird, like I don't want to touch it. Moisture. It's All like right. spring mix except it's winter. <laughs> spring mix from last year. So, yeah. looking at what Washington <laughs> needs more than anything, the biggest. Key point would be quarterback right i mean they've plug and played a lot of guys but quarterback has to be fixed they have to get their guy after that i'm looking at a true big time wide receiver one because i love scary terry zach currently leading in the polls no big deal but they oh, no, you're need not- another guy they need a true like vertical guy james you're
1: not leading in the polls you are wiping the floor with my sorry yes there's a big <laughs> difference
0: there all right get it get it right and uh, last but not least, middle linebacker would be the last thing I think they could really use, which a lot of teams can use. A lot of aging middle linebackers out there. But Notable free agents coming out of this. Alex Smith, cut, mutual parting ways we just talked about. Brandon Sheriff, I believe, is, I don't think they are resigning him. I'm not really sure where they stand. I haven't heard much on that front. No, they've been very quiet. And then on the edge, Ryan Kerrigan, too.
2: Yeah, I mean, another player that's, getting up there is not really worth resigning signing them, if, which it seems they are committed to kind of moving forward and rebuilding with the youth. Chase Young is a huge piece in that equation. And again, where they stand right now, I think it makes sense flushing a lot of that aging talent out. I probably could have got something for him if they tried to trade him at some point, but.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's going to be weird too, because I can't think of any time he hasn't been in a, like when I think of Ryan Kerrigan, I think of like burgundy <laughs> and gold. Yeah,
2: absolutely. It's going to be bizarre. I don't know where he could end up. It's a tough position to be in, being an aging edge rusher.
0: <laughs> With all these like athletic beasts coming out of the draft the past exactly. few years, it's like, all right. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know if,
2: if or where he's going to find a role. Um, But great career in Washington. So mm-hmm. good for him. Uh, I hope he ends up doing what's best for him. But yeah, it, it leaves just an extra hole to be filled. They need someone opposite Chase Young. They need someone kind of quarterback in that defense from behind. They also need just a quarterback. They also need a quarterback in their offense? <laughs> so yes. They're gonna have to to use their assets wisely this, this time around, especially being in the position where they're in where they're in the playoffs last year and just
0: trying to build on that moving forward without a quarterback. Like that's kind of a weird position to be in. There's a lot of big question marks that are tied to their quarterback position. The first should be something we should talk about after the playoffs after that big playoff performance, but is Taylor Heineke could he be the guy that they've been looking for and we're just like underselling it?
2: I mean, I don't think it hurts to to let him play through some preseason games and, you know, be in that quarterback competition discussion. But he can't be the only guy that they're relying on. They're gonna have to even draft somebody, which if you're doing it that way, you don't really want to spend a high, high draft pick on someone. No, it may not end up on your roster come opening day. You know, maybe they go out and get a free agent, let them compete for a while. That whoever they get in Heineke, and then whoever wins that's the quarterback of the year. And if it goes well, then you roll with it. And if not, then you have to think about drafting somebody or, or finding a different course of action. But I think you got a year of play if you want to play it that way. That's fine.
0: The other point about that is like you said, free agency, but we haven't really talked about. Washington being a potential landing spot for Deshaun Watson the hard thing is the young defensive piece that's the thing that I'm caught on with them I think you and I both went back and forth on this a while ago
2: yeah and and I don't necessarily know that that's the route that they're going to go you necessarily want to sell the farm for Deshaun Watson they're in the same boat as a lot of other teams they like I said they like we've said they still have other pieces that they need to bring in first the right. back will, will help a lot, but they've lost a lot of de- that defense that was so good last year. I don't see that being the right way to go for
0: that. Yeah, I, I don't think I can sell myself on it. I don't think they should really be trading for anyone. I would say, like you said, run with Heineke. See if you can make it work and then draft someone maybe late. Don't spend high capital. Yeah. Focus on bolstering the defense. Exactly. I, I think that needs to be the
2: focus. I mean, the defense was the the shining spot of that team last year. That was what they made it to the playoffs on. Keep building around that. Keep doing what you're doing there. Keep the offense serviceable for now. And then make your major offensive repairs once you're sure your defense is going to be a top unit.
0: Where they're sitting right now, 19th overall. They're kind of in a position. Everyone has mock drafts floating around. It's tis the season. Mm -hmm. Trey Lance is sitting right there as a potential person they could be picking up because he's falling in drafts. I despise that. I'm not a big trey lance guy. I think that kind of falls
2: back into to high draft capital. I, I don't like that. I, I think that they should go with probably a linebacker or you know something to, to give a little extra pop to that defense first and then try and grab a quarterback later in the draft or wait until next year. whatever whatever is
0: easier. Whatever I could is- also very easily see them trading that pick. If the position's not there, they don't see somebody they want. They've done a great job drafting late, too. Like They've hit in the first round, but later rounds are still getting good picks lately. Yeah,
2: no, absolutely. I think that drafting's been a strength of theirs. I think that they could definitely get some return on trading that 19th overall pick, moving back Mm -hmm. maybe even out of the first round, depending on what they see on the board at that point, and if it fits you know the build that they're looking for, but yeah, where everything's kind of lining up, that may be a very real possibility. And I, I think that that would be a huge candidate for you know someone else to move up and, and snag quarterback if the quarterback
1: if they were looking for.
0: You know, they were looking for a first round bust. Zach,
1: yeah. what do you think down there? Well, I was just taking a look at their draft history, and they've they've had some really good hits in the first two three rounds. I mean, just like last year, obviously Chase Young, that that was a guarantee. But you know, third round pick Antonio Gibson. I mean, look how look how you know well he's done that system, and uh, even going back to last year, obviously, Wayne Hask- uh, uh Sorry, two years ago, Dwayne Haskins terrible. But you know, Montez Sweat, not bad. He's a he's a good defensive end, and obviously, scary Terry in the third round. So I mean, you know, you have some, like you said, some good mid round pick. I mean, I I just don't I don't know if I. I mean, obviously, if I was them, I wouldn't I wouldn't draft a quarterback in that because at that point, with the mock drafts that are all over the place, you have some mock drafts with all four of those quarterbacks going in the top ten, which is asinine. And then other drafts, you have you know Mac Jones falling to the second round, which it's it's there's no there's no consistency between all of them. And so I don't I don't really see Washington going for a quarterback. And I feel like if they do, they're just gonna fall into the same rut they have in the past ten years. Fair. I don't know. Break
0: the mold. <laughs> it, hey, mm-hmm. I I don't disagree. I don't think either of us do. So let's let's talk about another big need for them. Although Scary Terry is awesome, wide receiver like a true wide receiver, one like a very, very strong vertical threat is something they're kind of lacking like. because Terry can stretch yeah, the field. Yeah. But getting someone yeah, like with big, that cap like a space, big
1: bodied wide receiver that has like you know really good speed, really good yeah 50, good hands that yeah. doesn't
0: drop stuff. Yeah yeah right yeah fuck you. I don't see where they are getting anyone that they wouldn't be reaching for in the draft. That could be where trading back comes into play. Mm-hmm. I could see them going after one of these names, like a Robinson or a Galladay. Personally. I could see
1: Kenny. I could see Kenny
0: Galladay going to the football team. To the t- to the team. <laughs> yeah. The feet, yeah, yeah. I, the team. I know. It's. I could see time, it. I, I like that fit a lot. Kenny Galladay, Scary Terry, Logan Thomas, Antonio Gibson. Threats. That, yeah. that puts that
2: offense over the next tier line. I think. I think that. Yeah. It really just brings out everyone else, that compliment of having Galladay's body on the field, straight up, if he can stay on the field, which I hope yeah. would be the case.
1: Yeah, hmm. Big That
2: effect. gives you a very good offense to have a quarterback competition in, A, but it's going to be an offense that's going to be competent no matter who you really put in there. And it's gonna be able to be carried by that defense pretty easily.
0: <laughs> the last team need for them is gonna be the middle linebacker, the interior linebacker, the quarterback of the defense. I think that one piece might put that I mean, they're already a top tier defense. That like Drew said, that's what pushed them into the playoffs. That is what dragged their offense and carry their offense when it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Although they had a good middle linebacker rookie, Kaliki Hudson. I don't expect him to be much of anything else. I mean, it's banking off of his limited potential. He was good in the run, but pass coverage was meh. There's potential. I've seen this with a lot of mock drafts. The Micah Parsons ends up falling to this 19 spot. I don't see him falling past the Patriots. But if that happens, get him fucking lock up that Washington defense. Because Sweat, Young, and Micah Parsons would make the scariest pass rush scariest pass coverage serious attack on defense i've ever seen in my life that would be a terrifying high-five. core for a defensive unit for sure Terrifying yeah. core that you're gonna have locked up for at least four years oh yeah. well, but there are options in free agency so let's talk about that because like i said i don't see him falling past the patriots matt milano's a name we've talked about levante david and denzel perriman's another name that's been floated around too but out of those three, which one do you guys think like really locks up and kind of works with that younger Washington core well? I think
2: Levante David would be ideal. He's probably one that would be hardest to get, just because we don't even know if he plans on leaving Tampa. But I think that he would definitely be the one to to gel with a young core guys. I think he would absolutely lock that defense right down. Matt Milano would be good as well. I, I think that that would... Either one would work, but Levante David would be the
1: ideal. Well, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, like, on Drew's point, I feel like Levante David's just a player that younger, you know, younger players will gravitate towards, um, and I think that'll really gel the unit together pretty well. I mean, especially after coming off of a Super Bowl win, I I feel like a lot of that swagger carries over, and it really pans out when you're, you know, you're trying to, you know, put a unit together. You know, he he goes into Washington, and he can say, our defense just shut down Patrick Mahomes. Nine points allowed in yeah. the super bowl i know what i'm doing listen to me we can do this like we have the pieces let's do it you know what i mean like i feel like i feel like he can go in there and do that you know not that matt Milano's not talented and i honestly don't even know who the other guy is but
0: yeah go ahead. no i mean it's fair i mean the best experience is playoff experience right like yeah. you've been there you've done that and he has and, been there and stopped the best
1: and i feel like i feel like it would be a very smart move for Ron Rivera to have a guy like that come in and you know i feel like you have a team that relies too much on coaching it's not a good team but if you have a player in there that can be like you said a quarterback on the field like a defensive quarterback or even like you know if he's coaching up the younger players like like that that effect ripples through the entire team i mean just look at what you know other players like like of that status have done tom brady big manning i'm sure you know name quarterbacks but you can also talk about like other key defensive players like you know what would this defensive what would the Patriots defense be without Stefan Gilmore? You know, if they don't trade for him and all the other defensive pieces that are there, Devin McCourty, stuff like that, so.
0: Well, since we're talking about the AFC East, Miami is our next up in line. They missed the playoffs just on the edge, cut out. They are sitting with the third and 18th overall pick in the first round. They have 22 million in cap. They're another team that is in position to be able to take that next step very easily because they have the cap to get free agents, they have the capital if they want to trade, and they have the ability to draft studs in the first round.
1: They do. That's true. And you know, they have their coach now.
0: They do. They Absolutely. do. Brian very Florence, I mean man. honestly
1: yeah, surprised that it came from Belichick Tree. But I mean, yeah, it's gonna work. And 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 here's my here's my thought on this is like, well it's weird. He's going from linebackers coach to defensive coordinator. For one year, because he really wasn't even the defensive coordinator; he was calling the defense as linebackers coach, and then moves on to Miami and has a really good season with them. You know, it's almost like he didn't get too close to Belichick for Belichick to kind of screw everything up for him, like you know how it did with Bill O'Brien and Josh McDaniels and Matt Patricia, and I can go on. But right, just keep you know,
0: listening.
1: You just keep keep listening. Romeo Cornell, I'm sure, if he was ever a head coach, it wouldn't be good, but he's a good defensive coordinator. He but, finished, yeah, no, years, I mean, he finished the used... year as head coach, but I mean, you can't count that as, as on his record. You yeah, really can't. Right. I mean, it's not his team. But I mean, yeah. I mean, I like what Brian Flores has done with the team. I mean, they're 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 a competitive unit. I mean, they gave Kansas City a run for their money in a regular season game last year, and you know they had some big time wins. And then you know Ryan Fitzpatrick threw that weird like face mask ball too. That was crazy. But yeah, I mean with that number three over a pick, they can do a lot.
0: There's a lot they,
1: they could do with that pick.
0: They could do a lot with it, but I almost certainly think they have it locked with what they're going to do, okay. which we'll talk about. But let's get to okay. this. The two biggest question marks for their needs, right? I have quarterback listed because we don't know what Tua is yet. Tua was okay, that's fine, fair. but he had the safety net of Ryan Fitzpatrick, who this offseason is now a free agent, potentially retiring, more likely than not I retiring. Didn't. So he doesn't have that safety net anymore. This is going to be Tua's first full year. As the guy. We'll yeah. talk about that in a second. Get into how confident we are with Tua. The other question mark is the edge. They could use another edge rusher, but Emmanuel Agba has done a good job. And I think he his contract is up in 2022. He had a good year last year, but he needs to repeat that. And that's always kind of been the mark against him is his inconsistency. And that's why mm-hmm. he's been moved around, I think, three times now. Notable free agent departures, Matt Fitz Fitzmagic, Ted Karras. We don't know what's going to go on with those three. They're still in the air. Who?
1: Ted, you, oh, Ted Karras?
0: Karras? Is that how you say
1: it? Yeah, Karras. T- yeah, okay. Teddy
0: Karras, yeah. Butchered. <laughs> Let's get into Tua. Is he the long-term guy? So yeah. I'm just going
1: to leave you guys with an absolute, just a fire take. Look at what happened with Lamar in Baltimore when Flacco and him were going every other game. What did Lamar do next season?
0: Yeah. You think that's the salute? What?
1: I am calling it right now. If, if, it, if this happens like... Lamar in Baltimore, to a MVP next year.
0: What a big statement to go out on.
1: Well, I think, I, I mean, I don't know what you, you personally think they're going to go for at number three. I mean, I could see them going for Jamar Chase and getting another big name wide receiver and, you know, pairing him up with Devontae Parker.
0: Jamar they're, Chase is who I have locked at the three.
1: Uh, you do? Okay, that's yeah. funny. They could easily give Buffalo a run for their money, you know, especially with, would this be a third... Third year or second year with Brian Flores? I think it's third. Third.
0: This would be year three because he had the bad year, he had the almost playoff year last year, and
1: then. Well, yeah. So, like, so I mean, you know, this this year is really the second full season under Brian Flores' system. I mean, the first year is always, you know, a wash, but. Right. Second year under Flores, the defense played very well last year. The offense had its ups and downs, of course. They're they're gonna most likely sign a decent free agent running back, if not maybe Aaron Jones. So. You're gonna see a lot of big name pieces coming to Miami, and I, I think Tua is gonna benefit. I really think Tua is gonna have a really good year next year. Okay. Wow.
0: All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. clip that and I'm gonna lock it in. Zach. I don't
1: like it. I don't like saying that, but I mean, I just seeing where you know free agents are about to end up, and they you know they have the number three overall pick, plus they have another first round pick. What like nineteen or eighteen or something?
0: Uh, eighteen. Yeah.
1: 18, you know, they get another piece on the offensive line, then it just secures that offense even more. So,
0: all right, well, that was Zach. Thank you. Hey, See you later, baby boy. Is he leaving? Jesus, finally, <laughs> Drew. Let's get your thoughts on this Tua situation. I Start am
2: definitely not as optimistic as Zach, that's for sure.
0: Um, yeah, I don't think anyone's as
2: optimistic as Zach on that occasion. Uh, some hefty expectations. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Tua the same quarterback as Lamar mm-hmm. I don't think that he has the tools that Lamar has especially with the hip injury and everything He he's going to be a primarily pocket passing quarterback which is going to hurt him in the long run because his mobility was a huge asset for him. That being limited in any capacity is, is detrimental I don't see Tua as being anything more than maybe slightly above average as a starting quarterback in the league. I don't See him being the guy in Miami. I think that they'll move on from him if not this year, next year. But he'll find a spot. He'll, <laughs> he'll find someone. Um, he'll find a home. He will. But it's it's. I don't have high hopes at this point. I hope he proves me wrong. I, I've always liked him through college, but uh, I just don't see it. I, his mechanics are are decent. His decision making is decent. Everything's just kind of decent. Right? He'd have to take a big big step forward in a lot of different areas to
0: he needs a massive year too
2: yes exactly
0: he would need to come out with a serious showing to change we'll see though i i have this in our notes but i think bringing in some competition could be a good thing if he does pan out cool then you have a good backup right but if it doesn't pan out you now have your guy sitting right there Right. right. Or potentially just the carryover guy, just the next guy to carry over to the next quarterback until you actually find your guy. It's tough to say where they would go with that. I could see them bringing in a ton of people. I don't see them going early with it, though. I think they go with one of the late round quarterbacks who's just kind of sitting there, sixth, maybe seventh round. But let's get into the weapons because I said that I think Jamar Chase is a lock at the three. But what do you think they're going to do? Because Sewell might be there too.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, you can't really go wrong either way. No. I think you have to tease the idea of Devontae Smith and Tua getting back together. True. You have to at least think about it. Um, I don't think it would be enough to bring him there with that pick. Number three, I feel like is a little high. I think Jamar Chase is a little more NFL ready right now. So I think that whichever way they want to go, weapons-wise or protection-wise, they can't go wrong with Chase or Sewell. But yeah, so I, I think it would be hard for them to mess the, the number three pick up.
0: Yeah, this is, a, this is a good draft to have a top five pick. Yes. Uh, I, I mean, think where, where it's really going
2: to come down to it is the number 18 pick. Uh, what do they do in the middle of the first round? Where do they decide that their next biggest need is?
0: We have a comment in the YouTube chat right now, and it says, I want what Zach is smoking. That's <laughs> too, bad. Oh, man. Oh, man. Tua for MVP is the wildest take, but
2: that's the boldest take we've had in a long time.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm really, I'm gonna mark that one because, like, after the Derrick Henry thing this year, that could be an awful take. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Yeah. That, that, so, that. other than other than quarterback, other than wide receiver, because we mm-hmm. think they need to get a big like wide receiver one, right? Devontae Parker's good, but he's not great. He's been eh. So, getting someone, I mean, okay, that's a whole other debate, but. I think Jamar Chase would be the best pick at three, getting someone, getting him another weapon, at least proving we're working on you. We're invested in you. Yeah. Show us what you got. Live up to the hype. Yeah. Other than that and Edge, which we've already kind of touched on, but we'll go into the free agents available there because I don't see them going after a draft. Edge running back. Miles Gaskin was great. Salvin Ahmed were good or was good. Jesus, words. Ahmed. Ahmed. But they were sporadically there. There was no consistency, and they could use a veteran running back.
2: Yeah. And I think Aaron Jones would be a great target. I I, have written down. He is really the guy that they need to do everything that they can to get over there. He would bring, again, the offense up to a whole different level. Having his versatility and abilities out of the backfield would be the best case scenario for that. And it would. Super ideal. Yeah. And it would allow that offense to live up to its full potential again, in another situation where it really wouldn't matter all that much. Who's playing quarterback when you got talent like that around them. So I, I think that that's needs to be the focus. Um, otherwise, I don't know. I, I, if you can't get Aaron Jones, I don't necessarily want to give up on Gaskin
0: or Achman. I don't think you give up on them either, but I think you get a veteran to, you know, lead them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, who would maybe, Todd Gurley? No. <laughs> Has he been officially released yet? I'm not sure. But I know his, he's his name's floating. He's gonna be on the market. But no, don't don't go after weak knee gurley. Go get Aaron Jones. Pay a little bit more, you'll be fine. Yeah. No, I am saying if
2: you can't get Aaron Jones, maybe you look at someone like Todd Gurley and Okay. Fair.
0: That's better. If you have a three back rotation
2: there, there's someone will be healthy probably.
0: So let's move on then. Off of that. The edge. Emmanuel was doing a great job, but he needs to have more consistency. Hmm. I, again, could see them bringing in someone in free agency. I think Yannick Ngakwe would be stellar pairing with him. I agree. I, I think that that
2: would make a really good home for him.
0: Ooh, breaking news. What? Cowboys have a long-term deal in place with Dak Prescott. Details oh. to come.
2: Okay, so Dak will be in Dallas for a while.
0: There's a quarterback off the market. Dax locked it in. Let's see where this goes. That's kind of what I figured would end up happening. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone did. But sorry, I cut you off with that breaking news, but go ahead. No, all good. After, after bouncing around a
2: little bit, I, I think that he would really find a, a good home with a, a defense that's already kind of solid, and being a building block in something that's so close to being a contender would be very appealing, I think. But yeah, that would really... Seal up the other side of the line as well.
0: That just gets me excited as Yannick and Gokwe a Brian Flores defense. That would be. He loves having the sideline back. Let's keep it chugging though. Let's go on to Vegas. Oh boy. Yeah, we got a lot to dig into here. And they're in the opposite position of the first two teams. They are sitting with the 17th overall pick and they have 3.2 in cap. Oh. Oh my God. With that, right? They're losing Nelson Aguilar. Vic Beasley was a meh addition in the off or in the middle of the season, actually, right? He was one it, of the team. He was the final destination. So they need a defensive line. They need a safety. They need a wide receiver. I'm getting to that with Aguilar and all that. And a replacement quarterback for the future. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get there. But Let's talk about the defensive line first. I think defense is where they need the most help. Because Max Cross, has been a fucking stud. Yes. hundred percent. Farrell fine yeah good he hasn't lived up to the first round secondary
2: honestly needs the most help i think Mm -hmm. jonathan abrams is kind of like a mini jamal adams i I think he's a little more run focused he's not his coverage skills aren't up to par at the moment
0: cornerback that they drafted last year through uh first round i honestly am blanking on his name it was a stretch too damn it well that sucks
2: but he's been very inconsistent i don't know what they thought they were going to get drafting him where they did, but it is what it is. He'll be workable eventually. But yeah, I, I think that secondary really needs to be shored up. The line has been decent. The, the linebackers have, need also work. But <laughs> So yeah, uh, you, you're right. That whole defense really needs a, an upgrade for sure. I think safety would be the, the place to start for them. I think they need someone leading that, that back third of the field.
0: Okay, let's go there then. Uh, so I actually love that Abrams and Adams comparison, that is accurate as hell. Yeah. Both guys will take your head off, but like pass coverage wise, it's fine, right? Right. They're okay sometimes, but
2: it's a spot you can exploit if they do find themselves back up in
0: coverage. Like we've said, we need they need someone in pass coverage. They need someone deep. They need someone to take away that last deep part of the field because they were repeatedly burnt there. Let me introduce you to someone I've seen a lot of fans talking about on the Raider side. But a second potential second round talent named Richie Grant out of UCF. He is extremely athletic, dude's fast as hell, and he's got strong hands. So he'll step up and tackle, but mostly what you get him for is breaking up things in the deep part of the field.
2: Yeah. And, that, and that's what they need. They need someone that can, you know, limit those back breaking plays that always happened at the worst times for the <laughs> last couple of years. Oh,
0: my God. Absolutely. Oh,
2: uh, just some horrendous ways to lose football games. But yeah, I, I think that going out and getting someone like Grant would definitely go a long way to making sure this is a, a solid defense moving forward.
0: I highly agree. I, I think that's such a good fit. I just being able to lock it down is what you need. They, like you said, they were getting burnt late, almost flat footed, tired by their defensive backs. Mm-hmm. So having someone that can keep that longevity and look obviously younger is looking at the free agents, there wasn't anyone that jumped off the page as like they should be going after him. And they also don't have the ability to because they have 3.2 million in cap.
2: Right. Yeah, not, not a whole lot of wiggle room right now. So just do it through the draft. There's there's talent available. They can absolutely make it work. John
0: Gruden's a defensive-minded guy. He'll, he'll, he'll be fine. So speaking of the draft, let's talk about the wide receiver situation, right? Yep. Because once again, free agency, kind of out the window for them. Mm-hmm. Aguilar's leaving. He actually kind of revitalized revitalized words are hard today. His career a little bit. Had a nice spark last year, had a couple big plays. Some fantasy owners loved him at the three quarter mark, but Ruggs is not your true wide receiver run. One. Oh my God. And <laughs> Brian Edwards still has had injury concerns. He barely touched the field last year.
2: Yeah. I I think wide receiver is going to be a big issue for them this year. They're going to have
0: to retool
2: big time in that department. Because, like you said, Ruggs, to me, is a utility guy. He's not a wide receiver one or two in my book. Man, they are screwed. They need to go out and get a big name, or else Derek Carr is going to have the worst year of his career. It's going to be ugly.
0: And I don't really see them. I see them kind of going for Gregory Rousseau with that 17th pick. I don't see them. There's no receiver there that I think would be a good fit for them, honestly.
2: I, I agree. I think that you almost have to look to free agency, to, to bring in a receiver. I mean, okay. you talk about the, the same guys that we've talked to death. I'd like to include Marvin Jones in that because I could see him in that system for sure, but it's not worth bringing in a wide receiver too if you don't have a wide receiver. You almost have to include them in the conversations for Galladay or
0: Robinson if somehow he becomes available. They're, I don't see them getting Robinson. They don't have, they to, move. have to move a lot. Holiday. <laughs> Capital-wise, is not there, but We'll talk about another kind of gleaming issue for them, and that's quarterback, because Derek Carr's been fine. Yeah, right? oh, 100%. I, I've always liked Derek Carr. I think he gets way too much shit. He's a good quarterback, but the, you do need to start planning for the future. Of course, yeah. No, he He's because not going
2: to be the, the answer five years from now.
0: That's not what I thought Dak Prescott would get paid. We now have the number for, speaking of quarterbacks, What Dak Prescott's getting paid, it's a four-year 160. All that for that? He settled for that. All that for that. All right. Okay. Well, sure. All right. Whatever. I guess four years. I mean, the broken leg doesn't help, but that's not a lot of money. Dak, you got fucked. Your agent sucks. But back to Derek Carr. Marcus Mariota stepped in for a game, did a great job, but he's most likely gone this offseason. Can't count on either of them. And Carr's inconsistencies are starting to become very apparent and are very clearly bothering the front office. Through whispers and rumors that we get from poor tweets and fucking Shefties. So what they're gonna do in my mind, and in mock drafts I've read because I don't follow the Raiders enough, <laughs> there's a kid Davis Mills out of Stanford, who is gonna be probably like a sixth, seventh, maybe undrafted free agent. He was injured a lot, but has a high ceiling, a lot of potential. They're not gonna spend a ton of capital on like a guy in the first three rounds. I could see them just getting this kid, seeing if he works out and pans out, but. This is not the draft for them to get a quarterback. They don't have the money for free agency. And I wouldn't give up on Derek Carr, honestly, this early either.
2: No, not while there's still a bit of a window there. I mean, they missed the playoffs by a game or two. They they still have the potential to to compete in this league. Derek Carr is perfectly fine for the next year or two. Right. In that time frame that you have to go out and and figure out what you're going to do after. At the same time, try and give Derek Carr some semblance of a competent receiving court, which he's never really fully had in his time in Las
0: Vegas slash Oakland. No, he's had glimpses, but never oh, yeah, he, He's
2: had some good names. Amari Cooper was not the same when he was there as he is with the Cowboys now. Michael Crabtree was probably his most reliable receiver that he's ever had over there. Um, but yeah, he, you've never given him a legitimate, complete cast to work with. Josh Jacobs is great, but he's been hurt a lot. And Darren Waller really is your, your overall best offensive player, of course. So, yeah, that's not even a question. Just got to ride him out, but got to get some supporting cast around those guys. And in the position that they're in, it's going to be very hard to do.
0: It's going to be very hard to do. And not even to mention the fact that they're in a very tough division now in the NFL. Dude, I mean, Never. Denver has been a big question mark. We'll talk about them later. But the Chiefs are the fucking Chiefs. They're top tier. They're echelon one. Yeah. And then Justin the Chargers. Chargers
2: are not going to be pushovers that they have been the last couple no. of years. And I think the Broncos are going to take a, a decent step forward next year as long as they can figure
0: a couple key issues out. So it's going to, to be very tough. Oof, I'm so excited to talk about the Broncos. But that's not our time yet. We're going to move on to our last team, Drew. A team that's in a decent position. They have a lot of defensive needs, Drew Arizona. They have the 16th overall pick. They have 12.5 in cap, and with all their defensive needs, they went out and got J.J. Watt.
2: Yeah, you know what's not one of the defensive needs? Defensive Defensive
0: end. (laughs) (laughs) They got that shit on lock. I I mean, cool, you have him and Chandler Jones, but that doesn't make you a playoff contender.
2: No, and and we've talked about how little sense this makes to us for both parties, really. I don't understand why J.J. Watt would want to go there, and I don't understand why on earth Arizona would want to pay that kind of money to bring him one piece that they didn't really even need. I think that money could have been spent much better elsewhere. You're going to have to replace Patrick Peterson. You're going to have to. I mean, like, that right there, that one issue to me is enough reason to not bring J.J. Watt in. Is
0: that you have to replace your number one cornerback from the past 10 years, <laughs> so I have it listed here. But Larry Fitzgerald has not committed to if he's going to retire or not.
2: I think that's less of a concern now with, with what happened last year and his definite downtick in production. It's going to suck just because Larry Fitzgerald is a phenomenal human being and a great presence to have around. I'm sure the team can probably find a way to keep him around in some capacity. If not, they should. They absolutely should. Losing that personality would be detrimental to that team.
0: So with that, we're talking about their departure with Fitzgerald, who's a question mark, and Kenyon Drake, who is apparently out the door. How do you feel about that? I don't think that's a huge deal. I think Kenyon Drake's been a little bit overrated over the last two years. Yeah. The
2: one, the half of a breakout season he had in Arizona. (laughs) Last year, he was inconsistent and hurt and sometimes just straight up bad
0: dude just couldn't uh, get in the end zone
2: oh my god i how many times have i started banging my head against the wall because i was playing someone that had Kenyon drake and it was just like stop giving him the fucking ball it took him four tries to get in the end zone last time stop
0: <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> stop it why do you have faith in him stop it mm. he's a fucking schmuck
2: i agree um so i i don't think that that's an issue let him walk Get him out of there. Mm-hmm. I think Chase Edmonds is a much better option. I, I highly agree. I think that they are going to need a more of a workhouse, a work horse back. That one, that's the word, work back at some point. But with their kind of high flying on the run offense with Kyler, and I think Chase Edmonds slots perfectly right into that offense. Their offense is good. They could use another receiver probably to just round out that core with. Hop and Christian Kirk and I think one more guy, maybe a Marvin Jones. Ooh, I like that spot for Marvin Jones.
0: I didn't think about that. I actually have a listed that not a lot of free agents would fit that, but Marvin Jones in Arizona.
2: I didn't even Ooh. think about that so right now. I think that would be dangerous. Ooh. No, there's no better fit. You can't convince me that there's a better fit available. You're locked in now? I am all aboard the Marvin Jones to Arizona train. Yeah, the, the offensive line needs a little bit of help could use some tight end play of any variety really because it doesn't exist down there right now.
0: Ah, uh, no, dude, who's the fucking tight end they have? I like Darnell Daniels. No. No. Oh, uh, Dan Arnold. Dan Arnold, dude, Dan Arnold was fine in the end zone. That's purely from a fantasy perspective that I loved Dan Arnold. Yeah. Daniel. No,
2: he he was he was a good red zone threat. Um I think he had a couple play, a couple drops here and there. Little inconsistent. But if he can take a step up, or they can go and you know find a cheap second tight end, whatever. Um, they could use that extra middle-of-the-field coverage on offense, stretch them out down the middle. I, they're in a good spot, man. They, they really are. Just a piece here and there, and they'll be good. Unfortunately, they've kind of shot themselves in the foot by giving J.J. Watt so much money. Now they can't necessarily afford the caliber of piece here and there that they might have been
0: able to before that,
2: Would have made a bigger
0: difference. And they're really going to have to bank on drafting, which has not been their strong suit. They've actually been one of the statistically worst teams in drafting. Josh
2: Rosen. ah,
0: I had so much faith in Josh Rosen.
1: (laughs) I did not ever.
0: So besides the complimentary pieces, they could use at running back. I think like getting a committee might be a cool thing, but I think Chase Edmonds is your RB one. Javante Williams in the second round would be sick. I doubt he's going to fall that far. I think he's going to sneak to the first. I said, Jarrett Patterson, one of our diamond drafts. I think he would be awesome, Mm -hmm. but that's still a, maybe wide receiver. Once again, complimentary piece, be cool, but like nuke and Kirk, you got a good piece. And Marvin Jones, now that you've said that is like kind of locked into my brain. So fuck all these other things I've written down here, but Patrick Peterson, I think this is finally the year he's gone. I, yeah, think. I
2: agree. I, I think that they should be banking on him not playing for the Cardinals.
0: So I'm going to say that's where they use that 16th pick in a name we've floated around around this time. I think J.C. Horn out yeah. of South Carolina could be the name to replace him because you need you need strong cornerbacks. You have Buddha, but like as a defensive back, but like what else? Right.
2: No, I, 100%. I, I think that's absolutely their biggest need. I think that that's really the only way to go with that 16th pick is straight for probably J.C. Horn. I don't don't know who else is going to be there at that time, really, that would be worth spending that kind of capital on. Um, I have a... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You go. Keep going. I was just going to say, I I, I think that that's really the only thing that makes sense for them to do. The only route that is feasible right now, because that's the biggest area that needs improvement. And you've already clearly said that, you know, hey, we're... We're invested in our defense and making moves to get where we need to go now. That's the move that needs to be made to get anywhere near what they're trying to do.
0: The other name I would have listed, and I I think this would be an awful move, not because he's a bad player, because I don't understand it in their system. It's the same old mindset of drafting someone that's at a good position, not like what you need necessarily, because their pass rush is fine. Their run defense was fine. It was both top 10 when I was looking at it, but they could end up, feasibly getting Christian Barrymore out of Bama, who we talked about with uh, the Ravens. Yes. He's a strong athlete, would lock up the Middle East a tackle. So
2: That would be mm-hmm. a scary prospect with him and Isaiah Simmons roaming around on that defense.
0: Maybe, but I, I don't know. I don't see it. I really think they end up going with J.C. Horn. I don't see yeah. any way he doesn't end up in the desert.
2: I think that that's, like I said, the
0: the clear cut way to go if you're the car. All right. So. That was our roundup for the teams. We're going to get into trade rumors. That This whole show has gotten derailed already. We're trying to keep it together, but with fucking Dak Prescott interfering there. So let's talk about these trade rumors surrounding David Njoku, Stefan Gilmore. Njoku is 24. He's always been kind of questionable hands, but he, everyone thinks he has the potential to go to the next level. His value right now, super low because of how the Browns have built their tight end room with Austin Hooper and Harrison Bryant, both strong tight ends. They could feasibly just get rid of David Njoku and, and call the day. Mm-hmm. Where could you see David Njoku end up?
1: 21.
0: I'm glad you said that because that's kind of the trade I like feasibly see happening is them swapping for each other. like New England sending over Stefan Gilmore, which I'm still kind of indifferent about. I think I would like it, but I don't wow. know.
2: I don't I think that New England's going to try and get more
0: out of Stefan Gilmore. Oh, they're definitely going to try to get a pick with David Njoku cuz their round 3 was I think the price tag they put on him at the before the trade deadline this season.
2: The for Stefan Gilmore?
0: No, for David Njoku. I think Stefan Gilmore they want at least a first.
2: Yeah, and I mean, there was defensive player of the year 2 years ago. It's and, They're going to want that first round pick. Yeah. They they're, they're going to want David Njoku in at least a second round pick or something. I, I don't know that I see that them being part of the same trade necessarily. I think they may be separate trades. I think the Patriots may bring in some assets with Njoku and then maybe try and package some stuff up and ship Gilmore off for a, a fat return.
0: Let's, what let's, if they uh what if they try to package David Njoku and, and Case Keenum and then Case Keenum ends up as the quarterback for New England? Because I would love that.
2: God, that would be so funny.
0: I mean, That'll I like a- it, you know, I mean,
2: done some good stuff. Again, you just run into that issue with New England that there, there's no weapons. There's nothing there to come into. That system is shattered and destroyed and just a steaming pile of rubble.
0: <laughs> it's yeah, they're on the full burn down. They need they need a lot this offseason. Yeah, it's they're fucked. <laughs> They're brutal, but I mean, obviously, their plans involve Jimmy Garoppolo. So we'll see if that ends up panning out. Getting too expensive, man. Way too expensive. Way too much capital. You Check out my video for my full frost. round
2: pick, and then give up two first round picks for them. That's not. Good.
0: That's not. That's not a good trade. That's bad <laughs> stonks. That's anti-stonks. All right, Drew. You want to close us out today? No, go ahead, James. God yeah. damn it. Uh- <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. You know where to find us if you already are listening. You did it. Congratulations. But otherwise, Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, Google Podcast, We're everywhere. We're with you. You can find us on YouTube. I've been working more to put YouTube videos out. Put one out actually today. Monday. I forgot what day it is. Uh, today. Uh, what day? Uh, today. 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 Not yesterday. Today. Not tomorrow. Today. 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 It is up. It's live. It is fucking pulsing. I can't wrap my head around this Dak Prescott news. It's throwing me through a loop. Follow us everywhere at Boda Sports, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Drew is a fucking wavy arm man. He's a stud. He's wearing his Boda jersey. I'm James. I got nothing else for y'all. Stay beautiful. Yay.